Welcome to my Pivot with a Purpose podcast, where you'll learn about pivoting your mindset because how you show up in one area is how you will show up in all areas. I'm your host, Jennifer Whalen. I have been stuck, frustrated, and beaten down, but over the years, God has used the tools that I will be teaching you to pivot my mindset and show me that my past doesn't define me and I can and have been called for more. So if you feel overwhelmed, exhausted, and know you were meant for more, but just don't know how to get from where you are now to where you would like to be, then you're in the right place. So grab a notebook and grab your favorite beverage and let's jump right in. The greatest deception is not when others doubt us, but when we doubt ourselves. Imposter syndrome thrives in the shadows of our potential. But by embracing our true worth, who God says we are, we can pivot our mindsets, which will pivot our future. Hey, and welcome to today's podcast where I'm going to be talking to you about imposter syndrome. Maybe you've heard of it, maybe you haven't, but I can assure you at some point or another, you have felt the effects of it. Let me ask you a few questions. Do you struggle with self-doubts or have you ever struggled with self-doubt? Do you question your abilities and fear what others might think of you? Have you ever felt like an imposter or a fake in your own life? If so, you are not alone. These feelings that I just mentioned are the characteristics of a phenomenon called imposter syndrome, a pervasive self-doubt that affects countless women. Even those who have achieved huge success struggle with this. Imposter syndrome coupled with our limiting beliefs can create a self-imposed barrier that prevents us from pursuing our dreams, taking risks, and embracing new opportunities. But it is time to break free from this self-imposed prison and allow God to use each of us for His purpose. Today, I will delve into the depths of imposter syndrome, talk about the origins of limiting beliefs, and equip you with knowledge, insights, and practical strategies to overcome these challenges. Imposter syndrome and limiting beliefs often go hand in hand. Imposter syndrome whispers in your ear, telling you, you're not good enough, while limiting beliefs reinforce those negative thoughts, cementing them as your own reality. I believe that these negative thoughts can and should be flipped by our thoughts. Because our thoughts dictate our feelings and our feelings dictate our actions, which in turn create our positive or negative results. So you see, when you pivot your thoughts to positive and not the hippie woohoo ones, (laughs) but the ones that are the truth about who God says we are, we can pivot our results. The scripture tells us in Psalms 139, 14, that we are fearfully and wonderfully made. In Ephesians 2, 1, scripture tells us that we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God has prepared in advance for us to do. If you believe that the Bible is truth, then you need to embrace these verses as truth as well. God doesn't make mistakes. He speaks truth with every single verse in the Bible. Now, let's dig in a little deeper into what imposter syndrome is. The definition of imposter syndrome is the persistent inability to believe that one's successes is deserved or has been legitimately achieved as a result of one's own efforts or skills. 
That's a mouthful. <laughs> Imposter syndrome encompasses a range of thoughts, feelings, and behaviors that reflect profound self-doubt. It can show up in different ways, including like a constant fear of failure. You can believe that you that your successes really aren't deserved. This is something that I've struggled with until recently. These thoughts can impact our self-esteem and our confidence. Sometimes these thoughts can stem from the past abuse or from something that we've been told in the past. There's something called an imposter cycle. This refers to the repetitive pattern of self-doubt, anxiety, overworking, and seeking external validation that maintains this imposter feeling. You know, we work so hard to prove that the naysayer is wrong, but we need to listen to who God says we are. Remember, someone doing more than you will never try to belittle you or put you down. The ones that are hurting or insecure in themselves are the ones that are going to inflict hurtful words on other people. So the next time your spouse, relative, stranger, or even a friend speak negatively about you, push that thought aside, process it, and move forward. You'll hear me call this process a thought download. A fellow coach, Amber Lee, called it that, and it just stuck with me. This imposter cycle perpetuates negative self-talk and reinforces limiting beliefs about your own abilities and your own worth. Imposter syndrome can have significant consequences for your mental health. It can lead to chronic stress, anxiety, and you know what, just plain old burnout. Sometimes you might even avoid taking risks or pursuing dreams because you're fearing failure. One question to ask yourself when you're fearing this failure, what would happen if you tried and succeeded? It's all about how you think about it. It starts with our thoughts. Our thoughts dictate our feelings and our feelings dictate our actions and our actions drive the results. So if you so see if you change your thoughts about the situation, you can actually in turn change the results. It's mind blowing, right? So to change your thought pattern, it's going to take time and consistency. You have to flip the script in your head. You know the saying, get out of your own head? I like to say, get in your head and pivot the script. Now, I want to take a minute and go over the key components of imposter syndrome. The first one is you internalize doubt. Imposter syndrome often originates from the deep-rooted self-doubt. So this internalized belief system leads you to question your own abilities, your knowledge, and your accomplishments. You can tend to discount your own successes and attribute them to external factors rather than acknowledging your own skills and efforts. However, recognizing and challenging this self-doubt is crucial in breaking free from imposter syndrome. Number two, you have a fear of failure and exposure. One of the defining characteristics of imposter syndrome is the fear of failure and exposure. You constantly worry that your perceived shortcomings will be discovered, which can cause embarrassment, criticism, or even rejection. This fear can often paralyze you. It's going to paralyze you from taking risks, pursuing new opportunities, or stepping outside of your comfort zone. This is going to be when you feel stuck. You know you want more, You have ideas for more, but you actually are holding yourself back without even realizing it. That's where I come in as your coach. I see the doubts. I see the roadblocks that are keeping you stuck. Trust me, 
once you see them and acknowledge them and work to overcome them, you will be amazed at how your view of life and the future changes drastically. Number three, the attribution error. If you have imposter syndrome, you tend to attribute your successes to external factors, such as, quote unquote, luck and circumstance, rather than acknowledging your own capabilities and your hard work. You can view your achievements as flukes and even downplay your own contribution. Perfectionism is number four. Perfectionism and imposter syndrome often go hand in hand. So if you experience imposter syndrome, you will typically set excessively high standards for yourself. You'll strive for flawlessness in every situation. However, this pursuit of perfection becomes a double-edged sword because it's nearly impossible to achieve and to maintain. Perfectionism creates an unrealistic and unattainable benchmark, leading you to constant self-criticism and the feeling of never being good enough. Imposter syndrome can impact our careers, our mental and emotional well-being, and our relationships. So I want to debunk a few myths for you. Myth number one, imposter syndrome only affects high achievers. Nope, the reality is imposter syndrome can affect anyone at any level of accomplishment. It doesn't matter their achievements or their qualifications. Myth number two, imposter syndrome is a sign of incompetence. The reality is imposter syndrome does not reflect your actual abilities or your competence. It's a distorted perception of yourself that does not align with external evidence of the accomplishment. Okay, so there's three social factors that can contribute to imposter syndrome. I'm gonna talk about these today. One, social media. I have experienced this more times than I want to admit. We tend to look at the highlight reel of others and see it as their lives are all together. It's normal for us to post our highlights because let's be real, who gets excited to post the hurts, the failures and the insecurities? However, we all have them. No one's immune to that. The second factor is a stereotype threat. This means that there's a fear of confirming negative stereotypes associated with our social and demographic groups. Imposter syndrome may be heightened because there's a pressure to disapprove certain stereotypes and we may fear that we won't live up to the expectations. Lastly, the workplace and the expectations that come with that work environment, especially if you work in a highly competitive environment, a place that focuses on perfectionism or lack of supportive feedback. The pressure to excel and the fear of failure in these types of environments can intensify imposter feelings. It is very crucial to learn to identify your personal triggers and the patterns of self-doubt. When we recognize the specific situations or thoughts that contribute to imposter syndrome, we can take proactive steps to address them. We can dig into our heads and ask ourselves the hard questions and be honest with our answers. So we can examine our thoughts, emotions, and experiences in regards to imposter syndrome. I like to do this through journaling, thought downloads, and self-reflection. That's how you can identify the reoccurring patterns 
the negative self-talk, and the specific situations that trigger self-doubt. Now about triggers and those pesky underlying beliefs, to identify triggers, we need to recognize the specific events, environments, or in interactions that have elicited this imposture feeling. Listen to this statement. Within the depths of our being lie the triggers of imposter syndrome, hidden whispers of self-doubt that surface when we least expect it. By acknowledging these triggers, we can reclaim our power, rewrite our narrative, and rise above the shadows of self-doubt to pivot to our future. Maybe something that I said today got your wheels turning. Maybe you were like, yes, that's me. Maybe you were like, hmm, maybe it's me, but just a little. I have created this quiz for you. It's free and it's gonna be in the show notes. Maybe you aren't sure if you struggle with this. Take the quiz and it will help you to see if this is something that you struggle with. So look in the show notes, it's gonna be there. You can always go to my Instagram and find it there as well. Okay, tune in next week. I'm gonna be talking about self-sabotage, the origin and the characteristics and practical exercises so that we can fight it. Don't forget to take the imposter quiz and I would love to hear from you. Okay, talk to you soon. Real quick before you go, I wanna leave you with this thought. Most often, we don't change until the rewards of going through the changes are bigger than the benefits of staying where we are. Thank you for listening today. Remember, where you are today does not define where you will be tomorrow. It's never too late, you're never too old, and your past is never too bad to change your tomorrow. My life is drastically different than where I was even years ago, and I believe the same to be true for you. I know it's hard to believe, but trust me, God has more in store for you and he wants to see you walk into who he called you to be. So don't look in the rearview mirror except to say goodbye to the past and start right here, right now to pivot to your future. Think this sounds too good to be true? It's not, and I would love to help. Sometimes it takes a coach to see the roadblocks that are in our blind spots. I'm accepting new clients. Check out the show notes for my availability. If during the 30 minutes you or I don't think we would be a good match to work together, that's okay. I want to help you, but I know I'm not for everyone. However, after our call, I'll give you a limited beliefs workbook that can get you started on the path to pivoting your mindset. I look forward to talking to you soon. Until then, subscribe and follow so that you will be notified on my next podcast.